Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. Happy Father's Day weekend and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. As always, I am your host, J.P. Sticko. I hope everybody, all you fathers out there, have an amazing, amazing weekend. You all deserve it. I am a father of two. It actually is my son's birthday today. He's just turns one. He just turned one years old today. So, son, happy birthday. But being a father is hard. <laughs> and if somebody comes to you and says, oh, being a father is easy, or you're out to dinner and, you know, a dad makes it look easy. Trust me, it's not easy. It is extremely hard. So I am forever grateful grateful to my father, and I hope my kids grow up to feel the same about me. So since it is Father's Day weekend, I will probably have to cut this a little bit short. Um, I actually have to get to my child, my kids, both of them go to the same daycare. I have to go to their daycare. They're having like pastries with dad. So I got to get over there soon. So I did want to pop on here, though, just to end the week with a podcast about slot receivers that, in my opinion, are just not getting enough credit. So this podcast, although short, is going to be extremely informative in terms of guys that you can get a little bit later on your draft, like the middle rounds, that I think are being entirely underrated or undervalued is a better term for these two guys. One guy is an older receiver. And the next guy is a younger receiver. But I do believe that these guys could have some really good seasons because we have seen good seasons out of them in the past. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's roll. So the first wide receiver that I want to talk about is an older wide receiver. He's been in the league now for a few years. He's turning 33 years old come August. So this guy is not young by any stretch of the means. However, he has been very productive throughout his career. I'll give you some numbers before I give you his name. Over the last four out of the last five seasons, this player has averaged 15 PPR points per game. And the year that he didn't, he averaged 11.4. So four out of the last five years, 15 points per game. And the year that he didn't average 15 points per game, he averaged 11.4. He plays for a team that has just fired their ball coach and has hired a new ball coach. And I was on Rotoballer. Well, I think it's called Rotoball.com. Yep. And Rotoballer.com, excuse me. And they were talking about, and this was just released like six hours, and I'm pretty shocked by this, but they, they mentioned that the that this team hasn't changed up their offense at all. And they're going to run exactly the same offense in 2022 under a new head coach. This team that I'm talking about and the player that I'm talking about is Adam Thielen on the Minnesota Vikings. If you're going to tell me, okay, that Kevin O'Connell, the Los Angeles Rams head coach, is going to run the same exact offense as Zimmer ran for the Vikings, I would call your bluff. Why? Well, let's think about it for a second. Mike Zimmer 
the old ball coach for Minnesota Vikings, is exactly that. He is an old-school-minded head coach. Think about when you think about the Vikings, okay? What comes to mind when they're in the red zone and they're inside the 10? Run to Cook. Cook up the middle. How many times do you remember Cook jumping and diving over his offensive lineman trying to get into the end zone? It's constant. Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings always ranked inside the top five in running the ball when they were inside the 10-yard line. I can close my eyes, all right, and I can vividly see the Minnesota Vikings in a goal line formation 99.9% of the time when they're inside the 10-yard line. It's just the way that he is. He's an old-school ball coach. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But remember what I just said about that, okay, running the ball inside the 10. Kevin O'Connell, okay, their new head coach. Kevin O'Connell comes from the Los Angeles Rams. And he helped orchestrate that Los Angeles Rams offense. Yeah, Cooper Cup, OBJ, Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods, Ron Jefferson, Tyler Higby. I didn't name one of their running backs yet. Do you know why? Because the Los Angeles Rams ranked second most in the NFL in 2021. Throwing the ball inside the 10 yard line. The Los Angeles Rams. Okay. When I close my eyes and I think about Los Angeles Rams inside the 10 yard line, you know what I see? I see a spread. I see Stafford in the shotgun. I see Cooper Cup diving to the corner of the end zone, the near pylon, back shoulder throws, things like that. So to say that Minnesota is running the exact same offense, in 2022 compared to what they ran in 2021 in my opinion is false and what i mean by that is they could have the same type playbook but the play calling guys is going to be different because the head ball coach who has last say on play calls is not going to want to just continue to pound it inside the 10 when what he knows that works that won the super bowl is spreading it out on the 10. So Adam Thielen, to me, is a guy that is, is extremely underrated. He currently ranks in his ADP. Adam Thielen currently ranks, hold on, looking at my notes here. He ranks, da, 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 sorry guys, uh, right here, 75th overall ADP PPR. 75th overall ADP PPR. 32nd amongst wide receivers. So he's ranked around guys like uh, Elijah Moore, Jerry Judy, Allen Robinson, Gabriel Davis, DeAndre Hopkins. Now those are all big time names. Devontae Smith, Juju Schuster, uh, Rashad Bateman. Those are all big time names. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but we need to start considering the fact that Adam Thielen, if healthy, could realistically finish in the top 15 in PPR this year for wide receivers. That's almost splitting his current rank. It is actually more than splitting his current rank, which is 32 amongst wide receivers in half. And the reason I say that, okay, is because of Kevin O'Connell. 
and because Kirk Cousin is back. Adam Thielen is a red zone machine. Adam Thielen is a red zone machine because Kirk Cousins trusts him in the red zone. Inside the 10-yard line, which is obviously part of the red zone, in 2023, he saw 36.4% of the target share in weeks one through 12. 36.4 of the target share in the red zone, weeks one through 12. In 2020, people, he almost averaged 50% of the target share inside the 10. That's 43.3% he averaged in 2010. 2009, weeks one through seven, 43% inside the 10 target share rate. So what I'm trying to say is this. This is how my outlook I'm looking. If Adam Thielen could stay healthy, okay, and they're running now a more of a spread offense inside the 10, obviously Dalvin Cook's going to get his share, but it's going to actually help Dalvin Cook to spread it out a little bit so he's not running head-on to a stacked box because they're going to have to honor the pass if you spread them out. So I think this actually helps Dalvin Cook too because you can just run out of the shotgun, right? But what I'm trying to say is Kirk Cousins trusts Adam Thielen inside the 10-yard line. So what does that mean for his fantasy outlook? Well, if they're throwing it more inside the 10 and Kirk Cousins likes to throw the ball to him inside the 10, we're going to see the consistent touchdown rate of possibly 10 touchdowns this year from Adam Thielen if he stays healthy, if not more. I'm going floor 10. So. I think he's being criminally underrated in terms of he can easily be a team's wide receiver two, wide receiver three in fantasy this year. Easily. If he could stay healthy. There's no doubt about it. But there, of course, is that if, right? Again, I just mentioned before when I started talking about Adam Thielen, he's going to be 33 years old in August. He's one of the older wide receivers in the league. And he has been injured. He's injury pretty injury prone. He hasn't finished a season since 2018. 2019, 10, 2020, 15, 2021, 13. In 13 games, he had 67 receptions for almost 800 yards. Oh, he also scored 10 times in 13 games. 2020, in 15 games, 74 catches, 925 yards, 14 touchdowns. That's just my, that's just the point in which I'm making that he's going to score touchdowns because he consistently has done it in the past when they were a run first inside the 10. Now they may be a pass first inside the 10. And that's only going to help his touchdown numbers because Kirk Cousins trusts Adam Thielen. Now, I don't think he's going to finish as a wide receiver one. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is when you're sitting there thinking either him or Elijah Moore, I may take the risk on the older receiver here and take an Adam Thielen. Even though Elijah Moore in Dynasty Leagues, again, I'm talking redraft in Dynasty Leagues, obviously you're taking Elijah Moore, but Adam Thielen in redraft leagues is probably worth a shot here. You got to pray. You got you to cross your fingers, your toes, your ears, everything you can cross, your piece of deal, everything you can cross to make sure that Adam Thielen stays healthy in 2022. Folks, there is no such thing as a fantasy offseason. 
only the pre-draft season. And here at Sports Ethos, the pre-draft season has already begun. Our expert analysis are churning out important lessons learned and draft analysis on incoming rookies so you can get a jump on your prep and will have incredible free agency and a summer league coverage as well. But only if you're part of our premium member team. Head to sportsethos.com now and click on the premium tab to grab a fantasy pass today. Seriously, just cook yourself one extra lunch per month because this deal is only $5.99. I'll see you there. The next receiver, slot receiver that is, that I'm going to talk about on this podcast is a younger wide receiver. And this young slot wide receiver is the definition of a slot receiver. In 2021, this player had 103 catches for 1,038 yards nine touchdowns and average 10 yards per catch. I repeat, 103 receptions, 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, and 10 receptions. He is 26 years old. He, as well as Adam Thielen, also has a new head coach. This player is Hunter Renfro. Now, Hunter Renfro, to me, okay, is being criminally undervalued in PPR leagues. Do I think he's going to lose target shares this year because of Adams, Devontae Adams? Of course. I'm not going to sit up here and preach that Hunter Renfro is a wide receiver one and he's going to replicate exactly with 100 catches again this year. Uh, I'm not saying that. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, because there's no way with Adams in town that Hunter Renfro is going to catch, you know, 103 catches. There's just there's, they, they play with one football, right? And when you got Waller to throw to, you got Adams to throw to, and then you have Renfro to throw to. But do I think it's realistic, okay, that Hunter Renfro could easily finish? Well, not easily. Well, can not easily, but can finish in the top 20 in PPR this year. Absolutely. Because there's one glaring hire okay, that we're not really considering too much when we're thinking about Hunter Renfro. Because all we're seeing right now is Adams, Devontae Adams, Derek uh, Carr. That's all we're seeing. Okay, we, we are blinded by the light, right? We are blinded by Devontae Adams that we don't realize that the head coaching hire of Josh McDaniels by the Las Vegas Raiders is a big one in terms um, for Hunter Renfro. No news has come out in Las Vegas about Devontae Adams moving in and out of the slot. None of that because he's not. He's not a slot receiver. He's an outside receiver. Where does Josh McDaniels come from? Where did he where did he coach last? Where did he coach in the past? New England Patriots. Okay. So let's think about New England Patriots during the Tom Brady era. Now the, the, settle down. Okay. Don't you don't don't boo me. Don't, ah. No. I am not comparing Carr to Brady. 
But what I am doing is Josh McDaniels made Wes Welker and Julian Edelman PPR machines. Slot receivers. His offense runs through the slot receiver. Now, do I think he's going to have to change that with Devontae Adams in town? Absolutely. But this is Josh McDaniel's second stint as head coach. And I think his previous stint as head coach, he was trying to do too much and change too much from what he he does best. I think if he takes an approach that he's comfortable with for some of his playbook, which is slot receiver oriented, he could be successful in Las Vegas. They have a good team. Vegas is very good this year, and they're they're also being criminally underrated as a team. But if Josh McDaniels keeps even a quarter of his playbook from his time in New England when he had Wes Welker and Julie Edelman, which I think he will, he knows what he has in Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro will have a very good PPR season. If you ever watch Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro play, I watched him in Clemson. I live in South Carolina. I watched him uh, last year in Vegas. His route running is crisp, and that's what makes him a good slot receiver. As a slot receiver, you need to be shifty, you need to be clever, and you need to be uh, you need to know how to use your body. And that's what Hunter Renfro does very, very well. Was Julian Edelman the fastest player you've ever seen? No. Was Wes Welker the fast? No. That's not what slot receivers need to be. Now, it helps if you're fast, I guess, but it's even better when you can run crisp routes and you know where to find the zones on a defense. So if a defense is sitting in a zone defense, you need to find the hole in the zone. You need to find where you need to settle, sit, and the quarterback will get you the ball. If they're in man coverage, you need to know that you need to keep running. You should never sit in man coverage. You need to keep cross patterns. You need to keep going. But in zones, if your play is you're running a crosser, you look down the field, you see, a, a let's just say, a corner sitting in the flat, and you know that hook to curl zone should be open if the linebacker's not sitting there. And that's where you sit, and that's where the quarterback gets you the ball. So Hunter Refro is extremely smart. He's a very good route runner is what I'm trying to say. And he fits perfect in what Josh McDaniels likes to do on offense. I don't know about you, but I haven't heard much about Hunter Renfro. Have you? It's like I said, we're blinded by the light. We're blinded by Devontae Adams. I get it. Devontae Adams is a monster. He's a first-round draft pick this year in PPR. I get it. But I do think Hunter Renfro has value. I think if anybody lost value because of Devontae Adams, it's Darren Waller, not Hunter Renfro. Now, of course, like I said before, target share is going to go down. His numbers are going to go down. but Yardage may go up. Things like that may go up. But he's not going to have 105 catches. I'm projecting more or less 85 catches, 90 catches, something like that. Because I do think Vegas is going to just going to air it out a lot this year. They don't like Josh Jacobs. Okay. If they did, they would have resigned him. They're not going to pound the rock that much. I can see them throwing the heck out of football this year. And that benefits all the skilled players in Vegas. Renfro. Adams, Waller. So when you're on that board, because right now, currently, um, Hunter Renfro is being drafted. Let me get, get my notes up. Hunter Renfro is getting drafted 73rd on his ADP overall. 73rd 
ADP overall. So you're looking again around guys like Tyler Lockett, Elijah Moore, Adam Thielen, like I just mentioned. Guys like that. I would I 100% taking Adam Renfro over Tyler Lockett. I was actually going to talk about Tyler Lockett in this episode and talk about how I just don't like him this year without a quarterback there. And don't get me, I think he's a great receiver. I had him every year. I loved Tyler Lockett when he was playing with Russell Wilson. That deep ball was dangerous. But who's going to throw him the ball now? Lock? Lock to Lockett? I don't like him. But I do like Hunter Renfro. 73rd ADP. Give me some of that. Okay? Again, not 100 receptions. Maybe more on 85, 90 receptions, something like that. But that's wide receiver two, wide receiver three territory all day long. And you can probably wait on him a little bit in your drafts. So, of course, I I, I talk too much. And <laughs> I was supposed to leave my house about five minutes ago to get to my kids' daycare. But uh, oof, that's, just, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Eh? So, anyway... <laughs> I'm going to sign off now, but just wanted to again say happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. You guys are doing an amazing job. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. Keep smiling. Love your kids. Give dad a big call today, this weekend. Tell him you love him. And I will see everybody back here next weekend. If you haven't, make sure you're following me at JP Sticko on Twitter because we are about to really start pumping out some good content. Basketball season's over. It's time to focus on football. Peace, love, and fantasy football.